Arnie's pilot. Arnie, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Don't call me Arnie. You haven't earned that yet. Oh, oh well, I looked around. Mr. Schwarzenegger. I walked around and I looking for my book and I walked up down and then up and down, up down, and I couldn't see the full display for my book, Joe. What the hell is going on? Well, we haven't put it out yet. That's... Why is it not out? I want to sell some books. Damn it! I get it. I get it. Your last name F O X, more like F U C K. Okay. Joe Fox. Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to it, uh, another episode of Can We Add Arnie? And I think after the success of the first episode, and by that I mean not being shut down out of pure anger, mm -hmm. it's safe to say we can do another one. We haven't had any cease and desist orders as well. That's the main thing. From California, which is no. great. So yep. obviously Arnie's uh, management team know nothing about this yet. Which is great to know. Uh, we would like him on the show eventually. It is worth mentioning as well, he does not endorse this. Not yet, he doesn't. <laughs> not yet, but he will. He will one day. Um, if you want to help us out, uh, follow us, subscribe, do all the things that you're meant to do. Um, but also, check us a review as well, wherever you get your podcast. But what we're thinking is to make it a bit more fun is if you can give us a five-star review. But instead of writing something actually genuinely nice, if you could just give us your favorite Arnie quote, the more obscure, the better. More obscure. Oh, yeah, you got your Terminators, you got your yeah. Predators. Yep. What about all the other films he's done that nobody knows about? I want Jingle All The Way quotes. Conan the Barbarian quotes. Uh, What's the one he did with, um, not Sigourney Weaver, the other redhead? Oh, I don't know. Freaky Friday girl. She was in Lindsay every Lohan? No. <laughs> yeah, it was Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> fully Loaded. It's a cow. Uh, it's a beetle. You like True Lies. Yes. That's the one. Now I've forgotten her name, but oh, that's not a good oh, start. That's going to kill us. <laughs> look it up. You need to look it up because otherwise we can't move forward. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar recently for a role in Everything Everywhere all yes. at once. Oh, well, you know that. You Undeserved. <laughs> So please, yeah, throw us a review. We would appreciate it. Follow us on all the socials. Um, we want to get the uh, group chat popping as well, and you can find that at Can We Add Arnie. Oh, yeah, we should probably say who we are. Uh, so I'm Alan. Um, hello. Uh, I love Arnie. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, a little bit more about yourself, please. What is this, like an AA meeting? It's an uh, Arnie's Anonymous meeting. Arnie's Anonymous meeting. Hi, my name's Corey, and I've been an Arnie fan since 1997. Hello, Corey. Hi, everyone. You don't have anything to share? I just love Arnie. Can we all agree with that? We all love Arnie. We all love Arnie. We all love And so what is everyone's problem? I spent $15,000 <laughs> on tickets to the sixth day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we are doing a different genre of movie. Uh, we are doing something that I kind of low-key love, rom-coms. Mm. We're doing the classic movie, You've Got Mail. When you brought this up, a yep. whole bunch of memories came back for me because I remember watching this film with my mum. Wow. It would have been like early 2000s. Okay. The only scene I remember was Meg Ryan lying on a bed. And what a great scene to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Weird one to remember because I don't remember that. came out in 1998. It did. And it, was, uh, it actually had a really good kind of... Great cast, great premise, massive budget for then as well. What, 65 mil? Something like that, yeah. And he uh, also was the follow-up from Sleepless in Seattle, which was the uh, the first time we saw Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan kind of, you know, get it on a little bit. And but, we were like, what happens next? What's the next version of this story? And we threw in the internet. <laughs> Did you know about the first version of when uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks starred together? No. Because this was the third iteration of them really? teaming up. Oh, what's the first one? Second was uh, Sleepless in Seattle. The first one, and I know nothing about this film. I just need to clarify, and I think it's the worst title of a film ever. Yeah. Joe versus the Volcano. What? 
Wow. Joe I did not versus know that. the volcano. Yeah. So who's the volcano in this? <laughs> I think Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan's the volcano. Yeah. Okay. I, I will um, add that to my list. I'm never going to watch that. No, neither am I. I'm never going to watch not. that. Well, uh, this was a movie that was very close to my heart. Um, it was, yeah, it was a huge movie at the time. Um, funny. Tom Hanks, obviously. We all fell in love with him over and over again, despite the fact he's a little bit of a douche in this movie. Massive dick. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Just going to say. And I love Tom Hanks. Like, And this was probably at the peak of his like uh, acting powers as well, right? Yeah, very He's good done, looking guy. What, within the last probably three years prior to this film or four years, he had done Saving Private Ryan. Toy Story. And Castaway. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia as well. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Like, he is at the peak yeah. of his abilities. Yeah, you're And then right. it was all downhill from here. Well, uh, the Elvis movie certainly proved that. <laughs> and so did that weird one there where he's CGI on the uh, Polar Express. Oh, I haven't seen that. Those dead eyes. In a long time. Oh, in fact, I don't even think I finished it. Every time I close my eyes, I see him looking at me. <laughs> kind of freaks me out. Uh, but you've got mail. Um, we've got the ChatGPT synopsis here. Did you want to read this one today, Corey? Absolutely I do. <laughs> You've Got Mail is a charming romantic comedy that unfolds in the blossoming days of online communication. A little bit of word salad there, chat GPT. Done well. Joe Fox, Tom Hanks, and Kathleen Kelly, Meg Ryan, unknowingly engage in a heartfelt and witty email exchange, all while despising each other in real life as business rivals running bookstores. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The digital connection deepens, creating a delightful tension (laughs) as they navigate love in the age of the internet, which is still happening today, might I add. Yeah. Uh, Filled with humour, poignant moments, and the magic of serendipity. (laughs) Gosh. Definitely didn't write this. (laughs) The film explores the intersection of technology and romance as their virtual bond strengthens. The question looms, can love truly conquer differences and bridge the gap between screens and reality. But the real question is, can we add Arnold? Can we add Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Look, there's a lot of elements to talk about when it comes to this movie. Number one, for our younger listeners, this is a time when internet dating was so new to the point where people would be ashamed of it. They wouldn't even tell you if they met someone online it actually worked out. They would lie. 100%. In fact, I would say that that shame is something that I've carried in my life a lot. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because I think I was like the hangover generation of that. Yeah. And so it was Tinder and Bumble and uh, I don't know what else kind of, <laughs> you know, for all you religious people out there, Christian Mingle or something yeah, like of that. Of course, of course. Well, I met my wife in real life, you know. Yeah, so I didn't. Like, like not a loser. <laughs> okay. See, now this is why I have hang-ups about this, because people see it as low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Thank you, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, for really <laughs> dispelling that taboo. I don't know, man, if they really helped it, to be honest, because you don't know who you're talking to, and it turns out it's your enemy by the end of it. Exactly. I don't think they really cleared the air when it came to it. But it was an interesting time, and people were genuinely kind of like, you know, wanting to know more about it, which is why it was a perfect time for this movie to come out. You could argue that it was almost like the prequel to Joaquin Phoenix's Her. Nope. <laughs> no, no, you absolutely could not. Uh, now, uh, there's plenty of moments in this movie that um, I, I, when watching it again, for I want to say maybe the eighth time, I love this movie. I was really like, oh, where can you fit Arnie in this? Because to me, it's almost a perfect movie. It's hard to replace any of the cast. We're going to, mm. but it is hard. And it's even harder to try and insert a cast member, which is why my first pitch today for Can We Add Arnie into You've Got Mail I would like to add Arnie as himself. He plays the role of himself. He's a man that's got a few books out. I'm currently reading one of them. Um, He could be selling his own book to Joe Fox, the Tom Hanks character, the guy that owns this massive book franchise as himself. 
and I would like to see that happen. Like a like an autobiography in his, his his own management team, kind of having the meetings yeah. with people. Because we like, see Tom Hanks always looking busy as he's trying to set up the shops. He's always kind of like making sure everything's running smoothly. He's even checking in on staff and stuff like that. And then yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger walks in. He's hey, where's Joe Fox? Where is he? Oh, hi, I, I'm Joe Fox. Hello, yeah. Joe. What is going on? Oh, Arnie, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Don't call me Arnie. You haven't earned that yet. Oh, oh well, I looked around, <laughs> Mr. Schwarzenegger. I walked around and I looking for my book and I walked up down and then up and down, up down. And I couldn't see the full display for my book, Joe. What the hell is going on? Well, we haven't put it out yet. That's... Why is it not out? I want to sell some books. Damn it. I get it. I get it. Your last name, F-O-X, more like F-U-C-K. Okay. Joe Fox. Arnie. What the fuck? <laughs> if you Ar- don't sort this out, I'm going to go to that little shop around the corner and I'm going to sell my book there. Well, now, we don't want you to do something like that, okay? I'm do it, Joe. I'm serious. Okay. Well, let me go out the back. I'll have a chat. I've got Dave Chappelle here. Oh, it's Dave Chappelle. Enjoy your comedy. How <laughs> random for you to be in this movie. I'm certainly sure you're going to have more scenes coming up. What? Not really? Okay. (laughs) Now, would you like to do some book signings? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, we've got about 1,500 books here and we got one Sharpie. Oh, God. (laughs) What have I done? That could work. I think it really works to have Arnie play himself. Bit of star power in the movie never hurts anyone. We already yeah. see that random author pop up um, at Meg Ryan's bookshop. She pops up. And Was she's she like, a legitimate author? I have no idea. But she comes in. She's like, "Oh, you still open? Oh my goodness!" But imagine Arnie doing that. You know, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm so worried. My new book comes out next year, Meg. You've got to help me." Well, we're just worried that we're not going to make budget. Yeah, he <laughs> just comes in banging on the window. Oh, you're still open. You look so wonderful, <laughs> Kathleen. Kathleen Kelly, save me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, everyone's like, oh, yeah, any book she backs is always a winner. They say that at one point in the movie. So he's like, back my book, Cal. <laughs> You've got to back my book. You've got that good juju. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> so intense. I'm doing intense, Arnie, today. I'm so superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> I knew your grandmother. She loved to dance. <laughs> um, so that's one pitch. I think that wouldn't be too hard. You know, give him a couple of minutes, you know, mm. a bit of star power. Nothing wrong with that. Arnie's adding to the movie. It's a quick buck for him as well. Yep. I do worry, though, when I look through, and you know, if I'm watching a movie at home, I'll usually bring up the uh, the IMDb or the Wikipedia cast. Absolutely. And when I follow the, the rabbit holes of different actors and I see they play a bunch of cameos as themselves in their kind of filmography, yep. I do start to worry that they're struggling for cash. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like if you're really a good actor, you wouldn't just be rocking up as yourself. Jeez, Neil Patrick Harris right now is sweating. I know. And you know what? I've got you in my eyesights, Neil. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for listening, Neil, But and we do apologize. Uh, you can keep doing what you're doing. Uh, another role, potentially, Corey. I was having to think about this. It's kind of a left field uh, role that I want to pitch to you. Okay, you pitch it. But I think if there was ever a point to have an inner monologue for the dog Brinkley. <laughs> Tom Hanks' dog. <laughs> Yep. Now would be it because it's such a pivotal role. He's always talking about his dog, uh, Brinkley. Uh, is it Brinkley or is it Braxley or Brackler? I think or it's Brinkley. Brinkley. What a weird name for a dog. It's certainly a choice. He's always talking about Brinkley in uh, the, the emails that he is sending to Meg Ryan. Brinkley right. features at the end of the film yep. because it is that kind of a signifier of you'll know who I am when you see my dog Brinkley. And also there's a bit of a moment right near the end where they're kissing and uh, somewhere over the rainbows playing yep. and then Brinkley the dog is kind of pulling Tom Hanks away and he kind of shoes it but pats it at the same time. Yeah and so what I'm thinking is what if the whole film was narrated by Brinkley the dog? Now we're talking. Hello, welcome to story. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, uh, guess who's talking now? <laughs> when John Travolta's voicing the dog. Yeah. 
<laughs> or you could have like Nani narrate the whole film. No, 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 no. And I then like it's it revealed the at the end that it was that the dog the, the dog. whole time. <laughs> so news you want, my owner is messaging this girl. <laughs> I don't know what you're wondering. How do I know all these details? Well, it's because I'm the dog. <laughs> A good boy. <laughs> I don't know how much voice work Arnie's done, but I'm sure he could absolutely nail that. You've, you've also raised a question that we won't ride, run down today, but how much voice work has Arnie done and how has he not been capitalised in a Pixar film yet? I don't know, but I would love to see Arnie as the voice of Brinkley, as the dog, <laughs> just at the end as well. Oh, she's beautiful! Uh, you should smell her! <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was her the whole time! Are you aware of this, Tom? And he's like, yeah, of course I was. I'm quite well aware of this. I'm sick of living on a boat. I'm a dog. I need a yard. I get it. We'll go to Central Park. Don't you worry, Brinkley. <laughs> Don't get me stuck in the elevator. <laughs> it, it works. I think it works. Let's go into the characters that already exist. Some um, names in this. Uh, Greg Kinnear, I think, is a great character. He's the one that's dating uh, Meg Ryan at the start. Mm, he's a journalist uh, and a boyfriend. He's passionate about his work. I don't hate him. I think we're meant to hate him a little bit, but I don't hate him in this. I don't, yeah. I think they're trying to paint him as a bit of a dork or just like someone who's not taking charge in a relationship. But I thought he was actually just a perfectly fine boyfriend. And it just seemed like, what are you doing throwing him away? That's how I felt watching the film. And and it was good, like, how their their relationship ends just mutually kind of like, oh, just, yeah, just one something else. It's like, cool. You know, it was kind of weird, but kind of nice. It was a very bizarre breakup. I, I think, do you find it a good breakup? I find it just like, what are you guys doing? Well, it looks like they're living together and stuff, right? And then very quickly, all his stuff is gone. So obviously... He, he was... moved out so quick and apparently had a very little things in his life. It all fit in the back of one taxi. Which is pretty crazy because he had a lot of typewriters. And he does mention that quite often, all the typewriters he has. But he, I guess he was moving straight into that journalist's place because he realized he could get some more strange, you know? They did have wicked chemistry. There was a lot of chemistry there. Yeah. Is that what happened? Is that why he broke up? He realized that he could like get out there and bang a few people. And he was just like, I, I think don't, that's I don't probably just up want there. Meg Ryan. <laughs> I think so. I mean, what are you doing throwing away Meg Ryan yeah, I agree. to start with? But I think that was probably a big factor to it. They kind of just, they just realized it ran its course. Don't you hate it when that happens? It just happens all the time. It just happens. Well, I'll tell you what, it would be harder for Meg Ryan to dump him, but imagine Arnie is that role. So Greg Kinnear played Frank Navasky. 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 Uh, imagine Arnie is that role, loving his typewriters. <laughs> Ah, uh, Kathleen, come here. I got something to show you. Uh, not another one. Uh, this here, it's a typewriter. <laughs> no. Uh, I like it when it goes click and clack, <laughs> and you go clickety-clack, click, shting, and then you rip the paper out. <laughs> there you go. And then just listen, listen to this. Do you hear a sound? No, I don't hear a sound. No, you don't. It's beautiful. It's a typewriter. <laughs> and you know, Kathleen, what's better than one typewriter? <laughs> And then he quotes Another weird part about this movie Is how often they talk about the Godfather Like as if like every man loves the Godfather And now this was 1998 But we don't all love the Godfather We think it's all good I beg to differ Okay, you you think every man loves the Godfather And quotes it constantly I think maybe there's just something inherent in a man That he needs like some sort of weird macho movie to, To like aspire to be like like, like, what are the qualities that they're they're talking about in The Godfather? That they really are they. Well, it's about all the underhandness and like you know, like go to the mattresses and then like you know the cannoli and like just I don't know, just using all that for tactics for war. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird that someone's obsessed with one particular thing, right? Says the guy's doing a podcast called Can We? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what's the modern equivalent of that then today in 2023? I guess Marvel movies. <laughs> maybe, or maybe just like fanboying over Elon Musk. Oh, gross. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe that's what the kind of energy is about. It's about Quoting this. Elon Musk to your partner <laughs> is gross. Don't ever do that. Don't. Just don't. You, like, well, now you, know, you see the Cybertruck, though. Yeah, No, no, no. I think he's going to really turn X around. <laughs> Which, by the way, you can follow us on there, by the way. Uh, can do, we get Arnie? Do it while you can. <laughs> while you can. Um, Arnie would be good in that role. I, I do. I think Greg Kinnear would be better, but I'm going to say it. I just think, I think it's just unrealistic that Meg Ryan would leave Arnie. Yeah. yeah, I said it. Who would? Not me. Definitely not me. No way. Not with all those bulging muscles. Look what I happened. think if we move on to another character. Please. And we're going to maybe just do a quick sidebar character before we get into another major one. Okay. A lot of uh, crazy kind of well-known actors and actresses in this film. Yeah. Like Carrie Fisher popping up for start with. Yeah. Well, I was blown away by that. She got yep. this New Yorker accent. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> you got mail here. Yeah. And she also did New York accent as well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Would have this been a starting role out for um for Steve Zahn as well, one of the bookstore clerks? Yeah, he um what a delight. <laughs> what an absolute delight. Yeah, so he's one of the people working at the bookshop. He's just so good. He's yeah. just so fun and like the bit where they're all speculating why um Meg Ryan got stood up. And they're all like, kind of like, oh, maybe he got sucked into like a train line, or maybe like he's a serial killer or whatever. It's so fun. Yeah. And Arnie would be great at that. He kind of would. He'd just be like that best friend, yep. shopping clerk, behind the counter. Oh, Kathleen, are you okay? I'm not, he might be a serial killer. <laughs> I'm really struggling with the Arnie voice today. <laughs> I, I disagree. By the way, where's the Kama Sutra section? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a little protein. Where is this gym? It was my book. <laughs> I'm thinking we get the 26 set encyclopedia. <laughs> Yes, what um, I like at the start where she's like, you know, Meg Ryan walks in, she's all so happy at everything and like nothing can put her in a bad mood and you even see like the people like cut each other off and they're like abusing each other and yeah. then he's just there like, oh, Kathleen, you look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful. I love your little sweater <laughs> over your dress. It's such a prominent look of 1998. <laughs> you look wonderful. <laughs> she did look like a mum. Uh, she dressed a lot like a mum. Like hair, yeah. mum haircut, yeah. mum clothing. Absolutely. But Arnie appreciates that. He do, well, mate, if, if anyone knows a good mum, it's Arnie. <laughs> Not the first time I've said that on the podcast and won't be the last. But, but it would be remiss of us to just slot Arnie in a supporting role like yep. Steve's arms. Well, we're not taking out Dave Chappelle. I mean, it, it, that's the star factor right there. And we're still all s shocked that he was even in the movie. And didn't really have anything funny to say. Not really. No. Like, no. for a megastar like Dave Chappelle, yep. he plays this, what, Manager for Joe Fox's company. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like his go-to man. The the most like funniest line he has is the bit where um Tom Hanks is like about to meet Meg Ryan for the first time and does they don't know each other yet. Yeah, and so he gets stage to go out there and have a look in the window. He goes, "Oh, do you do you know that Kathleen Kelly girl?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Do you think she's attractive? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous." But like, why are you talking about her? Well, it's like if you like the look of her, you're gonna like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then the reveal. I, I, that's probably his best moment. Yeah, which, and, and, and as you repeat it, I realise how unfunny it was. We <laughs> <laughs> just spat out my water. <laughs> because it's just not really like, as, as a, yeah. and look, I don't want to slam Dave Chappelle. I think he's a wonderful dude. By the way, his voice is not as gravelly in this film as it is. Well, he hasn't been smoking as many darts. <laughs> that's he, true. Like, I saw him in Perth uh, doing some stand-up this year, and he was smoking darts. Has he punched darts the whole time? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah okay. His, his voice was very unaffected by cigarettes and nicotine at this yeah. stage. I think if you look back on it, you'd probably be like, ooh. 
<laughs> I have made a mistake. <laughs> I have made a deep mistake. Also, I don't think he quite hit puberty yet either. He's very young. He is. He, he still looks young, to yeah. his credit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, th- there's some supporting roles, but I think we get into the main ones. All right. Hit us with the first main one. All right. So, Meg Ryan. What Ooh. I'm proposing right now is, and I'll admit, 1998, it's before it's time, but I'm okay with it. We're swapping out Kathleen Kelly, played by Meg Ryan. You've already had your time with Tom Hanks, not once, but twice, with, was it, the volcano? Joe and the volcano. <laughs> sure, never going to see it. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is teaming up with Tom Hanks. <laughs> and we're making like a, a gay icon film? Absolutely. We're okay. making a gay rom-com. <laughs> About time. Great. We've had a few of them already now, but, but back then we wouldn't have. It would have been a big deal. I don't think any studio really would have picked it up back then, but that's okay. I would have watched it. I'd be curious. <laughs> so Arnie is now Kathleen Kelly. Yeah. Owns a bookshop. Owns a bookshop called The yeah. Little Bookstore Around the Corner. Absolutely. This is my bookstore. The my, Little Corner Store. When I was a little boy, my mom used to come around here. <laughs> I love this bookshop. I love it. <laughs> Instead of children's books, I can mainly just like muscle and fitness books. <laughs> so over to the left, you got muscle, and yep. over to the right, you got fitness. Yep. <laughs> And then that little section over there is protein. It's just protein. protein powder. It's good good, good recipes in there, like how to eat an egg and how to peel an egg, <laughs> how to fry an egg. How to boil an egg. It's very good. If you want books for your egghead, go somewhere else. <laughs> Get out of here. Every book I back is a success. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bookstore. I can't believe we're going out of business. <laughs> no longer with a little bookstore on the corner. We're the biggest bookstore on the corner. <laughs> we got major gains. Now, that would be great. Uh, uh, the thing that there's always these situations that come up, but where we go, could they really do that particular part? I don't think I've ever seen Arnie type on a computer, let alone those nineties laptops that were so thick, but yet so little. Yeah. And him just like with his two finger typing. Oh, Cause you know, Arnie's a two finger typer. It's a typer. two finger typer for he sure. He was born in the forties. Yeah. He's not touch typing for a second. I just see like, you know, like how every time they're talking, it's like kind of like the narrating voice and you hear the typing underneath. Tap, 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 tap. Uh, it'd just be like, so tap tap Tom tap 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 How tap 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 I you tap 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 backstage back, back, back. <laughs> I love fall in the summer tap 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 I'm like this is the longest thing ever oh, I wish there was an easier way to do this I wish I had a typewriter or a man who had a typewriter <laughs> Oh hello <laughs> Clang, clang. Ah, this is much bigger for my fingies. <laughs> my big, strong fingers can yeah. do this. I broke your typewriter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that works. It works. I think it really does work. And to see Arnie in the mum jeans and... <laughs> <laughs> say wardrobe. Because he's got a good dump truck. Let's he be does. real. He's got a good dumper. I, uh, I also just... I also... How do we feel about Arnie being manipulated by Tom Hanks? Because <laughs> I don't love that. You don't love it. I don't love it. I, don't I, love it. I think we don't love it is because we're not used to seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger manipulated in films. That's true. That's and very so true. Is this an opportunity for us to for him to show us his range? Explore more of that range <laughs> of Tom Hanks. Which we know is broad already. <laughs> You've really changed your tunes at the first podcast. <laughs> I yeah, I think I think it would be an opportunity. Like the thing is, but if you're if you say you're romantically wanting to get involved with Artie. <laughs> And you're Tom Hanks. <laughs> Once again, this is amazing that we've got to this scenario. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you mess with him. I got so he many will questions. Break you. <laughs> as soon as he finds out, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean you're playing with my heart? <laughs> this isn't fair. Stop making fun of this person I'm talking to on the internet, Tom. <laughs> I love him. 
What do you mean if it could have been you? It wasn't you. <laughs> it's them. <laughs> like, what's going on with old time Tom's sweating? <laughs> oh, God, if they find out now I made them angry, <laughs> he's going to kill me. <laughs> the nature of the film, though, could, in just a swerve moment, indicate that Tom Hanks could think he is talking to a beautiful woman where he's actually just talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah, like he's... is catfishing <laughs> Joe Fox. <laughs> I got another one on the hook. So at the end, this whole time Tom Hanks is messing with Meg Ryan, it's actually Arnie the whole time. <laughs> Comes out, he's like, hey, Berkeley. <laughs> I'm looking for a man who's got a dog called Brinkley. Yeah, and he's just like, uh... I oh, know, that, that, that's not me. Uh, uh, this is Brinkley. <laughs> I was hoping it was you. <laughs> I was hoping. And then crying. <laughs> and then Tom's like, oh my God, what happened? The ultimate catfish, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty, It's certainly a warning out there for everyone using the internet. All right. Well, maybe the before next... we move on okay, from please, that character, please, please, please. like one thing we we talked about in the last podcast is Arnie's ability to work with kids. That's true. And uh, Meg Ryan's bookstore is a children's bookstore. If we keep it originally, yes. Yeah. Not a muscle and fitness. Not a bookstore. not a muscle and fitness bookstore. As much as he would probably like it, he would love it. Uh, how do we feel about Arnie having a story time reading with a bunch of kids? Oh, that'd be amazing. A lot of children gather out scooch closer. <laughs> Still dr- dressed up as the fairy tale princess while doing it. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> I wonder what you are. Up above the sky so high, like a diamond in the sky. You at the back, shush, please. <laughs> I just, I, I, he'd be too good at it. <laughs> I think we'd all fall in love with him in that moment, right? He would. We would. We really would. Him dressed up as a princess. I see that. Mm, I do too. Uh, I don't know if I want to, but I say, <laughs> I say don't forget your fish. <laughs> F-O-X. Uh, all right. So I think the obvious one as well is, and you know, Tom Hanks. Who can replace Tom Hanks? Not many people out there. However, there is one, and that is Arnold Schwarzenegger. If anyone could replace Tom Hanks, I believe it is that man. I agree. Uh, the character of Joe Fox is this savvy, kind of uh, ferocious, charismatic kind of businessman. Yep. Heir to a large book chain. Are they a book chain or a large chain of bookstores? Is that what they are? I think it's like, yeah, his whole family created it, right? Like three it's, generations. And it's, it's weird like, that they have a sky, like a, a high rise kind of building office in New York for something that seems quite small, though. Well, no, it's kind of big ish, right? Because they keep talking about like taking down other sh- shops and. I imagine it's almost like a Starbucks, right? Like it's just slowly like Borders. Do you remember Borders? Yes, I do. It's a Borders. Okay, yeah. So they're a massive book chain of shooting around the world. Okay, around so world. that's big enough for Arnie to slot into that kind of profile easily of being a very successful, confident kind of businessman. And I can believe Arnie using the name Joe Fox. Oh, totally. Yep. My name's Joe. Joe Fox. F or X. Yep. Uh, Tom Hanks does play a little bit of a douchebag. We did say earlier. Um, Arnie can play that role. I was very shocked at how much of a douchebag he was at the start. Like, I think... <laughs> you're legit where you're messaging me like, oh my God. Yeah, I was like, why would Meg Ryan want to date this guy? This guy's a douche. Yeah. Just a real jerk the whole time. He brings a lot of that, like, same Woody energy in Toy Story right when he's, like, feuding with Buzz Lightyear right at the start. You know, he's just so angry at him and like, you are a toy! <laughs> like, you are not a space ranger! Yeah, he's just so angry the whole time. So, yeah, I, I think Arnie in that role would be great. I um suits that fit him would be hard in 1998. I imagine 
<laughs> a lot of tailored work would be having to work. Oh, man, there'd be a fabric shortage across India for sure. As <laughs> <laughs> they're making them. I can see it. Him playing. It is the typing thing. Dubs come back into it again. <laughs> Obviously, two fingers with Arnie. Yeah, two fingers. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that weird dynamic that he would have with his father as well. Oh, Like yeah. the scene on the boat where his dad's like, I've just been kicked out of my house. And, yeah. You know, she's leaving me for the maid. And he makes him a martini while he's telling the story. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, oh. No wonder Tom Hanks a douche. His dad was a douche. Yeah. And also, like, Arnie has a lot to say when it comes to that whole, like, with the maid situation. <laughs> I get to say, I got stories. <laughs> you think that's funny? I got the good one for you. Look, it's my son. <laughs> he has the maid's eyes. <laughs> He's got the maid's eyes. <laughs> I'm not even acting in this scene no. anymore. We're going method. <laughs> Someone called Daniel Day Lewis. I'm putting on a clinic here. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of people signed up for this movie because it's the chemistry between Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Can Arnie bring that same chemistry with Meg Ryan? Well, I think we need to look back on previous Arnie films where he's worked alongside like a, a good leading female actor. Okay. Uh, and I think we already mentioned one at the top of the podcast. True Lies, Jamie Lee Curtis. They had a wicked chemistry. Lovely in chemistry. Um, and that's the only rom-com I can think of. <laughs> Literally, like it's every other role. I was thinking like kindergarten cop, but he doesn't, he ends up falling in love with the chick, but he doesn't actually like, it's not the whole thing. Yeah. I now that I think about it, there's not many rom-coms that Arnie does. No. He does have a good relationship with Sarah Connor. <laughs> Where's she? I need to find her. <laughs> he, he's very desperate to protect her. That's really lovely. If he brings that sort of intensity with Meg Ryan, he, he could last. I feel like that would be coming off as a bit intense. He brings her flowers. <laughs> well, him flowers. All right. Yeah, all, right, all right. I think it's safe to say that it's a lock. We can replace Arnie. We can put Arnie in this for sure. We mm. can definitely add Arnie. I have no arguments. No, neither do I. I even think about now... The piano scene, which is such a weirdly pivotal scene in the film. Oh, yeah, the way they're at Christmas time, they're all singing. Yeah. What is with American films? <laughs> Here we go. I've got a bone to pick. Here we go. And it's about my life. How come in American films, I've seen this happen a lot, there's always scenes of the whole family gathered around one person on the piano and they're all singing and having a good time. It happens twice in this film because there's the two polar opposite kind of scenes of yeah, yeah, uh, Meg yeah. Ryan and her staff sitting around the piano singing along having a good time and then you've got Tom Hanks doing With that the same annoying thing. little girl singing yeah, which is, tomorrow. oh well sing it sweetie yeah. you're sounding lovely you sound so good do you but <laughs> and so you've got these two scenes of singing piano and I'm going I've never had a moment of my life like that I've never been to a house that owned a piano is it American is that like a very American thing to do Maybe it's like an upper class thing. Maybe it is an upper class thing because everyone took piano lessons back then or something. If you have ever sung around a piano at Christmas in someone's house, please let us know in the comments. Oh, that would be a fantastic kind of just insight into culture. I just don't think it happens. Would It, it would have been great to see Arnie get on the piano. <laughs> Playing the piano or singing? Both. Watching him tickle those ivories. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. I don't think that'd be good at all, to be honest. <laughs> but it'd be one finger again, just yeah. like the typing. <laughs> Chopsticks. Where's Beethoven? <laughs> He's got nothing on me. Nothing. That's, yeah, it's a log. All right, so can we add Arnie to You've Got Mail? Safe to say, Corey? 100% yes. 100% yes. We've done it again. Uh, now, of course, you want to... Uh, 
enjoy the podcast and never miss an episode, the best way to do that is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Slang, sling us a review of your, and uh, ideally give us your favourite Arnie quote or an obscure Arnie quote. The more obscure, the better. Yep. And if you didn't like this podcast, keep it to yourself and uh, never talk about this again. If you did, tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mum. Yep. Especially your mum. Yeah, we're... We're good with mums. <laughs> what can we say? We're so good with mums. Also, follow us on the social medias, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, X. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we've got. Yeah, but mainly tell your mum. 